Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Ring 'em Up podcast. It's been a little bit over a week, been busy, I guess you could say, but you know, we're here to catch up on a little bit more baseball. Carlos, how are you doing? We're good, man. Yeah, like you said, we've been busy. Um, we're recording on a Saturday night. All the games are final as of now. We just got to watch a home run derby down in Mexico City, which was pretty awesome to see. But yeah, man, a lot to catch up on. Yeah, there's definitely a lot. I mean, we're about, we're what, just about a month, a little over a month into the season now. Um, and, I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of weird things going on, a lot of strange stuff that, I mean, me personally, I didn't expect. Um, one, you can go with, uh, first and foremost, the Pirates. Like, who the hell do these guys think they are this year? Um, the White Sox, I completely botched that. I guess, I mean, there's still a lot of season to play. No, so. they're done. I mean, <laughs> I don't care how long the season is, bro. That White Sox are done. I mean, they're playing some horrible baseball, but I mean, can you say they're playing just as bad as St. Louis? I mean, to me personally, it's pretty much a damn same thing. I mean, I don't know what the fuck is going on over there in St. Louis either. But we'll get into it, right? I mean, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of injuries, people getting extensions, some well-deserved extensions. And like you said, this... uh Mexico series out in this series going on in Mexico with the Padres and the Giants, right? I mean, it was a slugfest out there. I got to watch a home run derby today. It's like they were just throwing, you know, BP out there. Yeah, seriously. Everybody was going deep. It's like if you don't go deep, you might be cut. I mean, tell me elevation doesn't matter, right? Tell me playing in uh, Colorado isn't different than playing, say, in LA, San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? You go up to Mexico where I think they said, what, it's like an another 2,000 more yeah. feet than where Denver is, right? Denver's supposedly the mile-high city. I think Mexico City is like five. Like, I don't know. We need what, like seven thousand? I guess five thousand something feet over there. Yeah. What's the Den elevation? Denver and the elevation in Denver is five thousand two hundred and seventy nine. In Mexico City, it's seven thousand three hundred and forty nine. God damn. So about two thousand, you know, feet of difference there. And it showed obviously. It you showed get a, eleven home runs. Yeah, eleven home runs. You had a slugfest going on over there, man. But hey. That must have been exciting for the fans to watch. Hell I mean, yeah, you get dude. a lineup like you get a lineup like the Padres down well, there. Well, everyone in that lineup went deep that you would expect. Bogart, Soto, Nelson Cruz, Machado went deep twice. Didn't I mean, Tatis go deep too? Tatis went deep. Right. I mean, speaking of Tatis, back in the league now, officially back from his suspensions and um, first game back, he's getting the he's on steroids chat out at Wrigley. How do you how do you feel about that? About him just <laughs> dancing it off like. I mean, at this point, he's got nothing to lose. You know what I mean? He's going to be made the league's villain now because he's the most recent, you know, busted right. for, for steroids. So he's going to get some beef for it. And, I mean, I, as a player, are you going to let that affect you? Or are you just going to say, fuck it, it is what it is, and right, just we're play moving along on? With it you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, I kind of saw it both ways where, like, how are you not a little more humble about this? Like, you just got suspended for steroids. You were, you know being reckless in the offseason, not caring about the team and stuff. like, And then you come back and you're dancing while people are making fun of you. And I get it. Like, you know, he's not going to let that shit get to him. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also like, yo, you're only, what, 23, 24? And he's young. you're acting like, I don't know, like you – he hasn't done much this league. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. He's a flashy player. He's been a good player. But – he hasn't done much, but you gotta. I mean, he was he was at one point the face of baseball for yeah four you know, or five for, months. You know what I mean? Be it what it be, but he was gonna be that guy until he fucked up, which is his fault. You know right. what I mean? But like I said, what do you do as a player? I mean, are you just going to 
you just going to come back and be quiet and oh i can't do anything because right. people are gonna yell at me like nah fuck that i'm still gonna come i'm still, still gonna play that flashy guy you know i did what i did and fucking can't go back and change it you know what i mean but let's just fucking play ball like at the end of the day that's what you're here for you know what i mean so well and, and uh when we first talked about him coming back we were talking about if he was gonna be you know leading off if he's gonna be in the middle they threw him right in the leadoff spot yeah, and mean, hasn't left i believe he's been leadoff since i mean I'm, i mean if he's your best candidate you know what i mean if he's the best guy for it then so be it who was leading off before him i mean was it cronenworth Bo- or bogart was i think bogart was two you know what I mean? yeah i'm not sure regardless who you know what i mean if that's if that's gonna be your best lineup then you know, you got to do what you got to do well, still as the organization to well, fucking just win. Like, so. Just like I said, man, like, it was going to take some time. There was no way he was just going to jump right in and start hitting. I mean, he's yeah, been, like, you what, know. two Ks that first game, 0 for 5 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's struggling yeah. right now, batting 226. He's been, you know, in the league for about a week now. But, like I said, he'll figure it out. Yeah. With all that, you know, star, all those stars in that lineup, there's no way he doesn't figure it exactly. out. Exactly. I mean, if, he's, if he can come in and realize that he doesn't need to carry this fucking team, like you got five, six guys that can carry a team, you know what I mean? Just come in and play ball. And well, and you just have hitters on that team. You got a Matt Carpenter on the bench. You got Nelson Cruz yeah, on the yeah. bench. I mean, you got guys that one through nine and plus are going to be able to swing the bat very well and know how to swing the bat uh, well, very yeah, well. Yeah, because what you got Jake Cronenworth and who's uh, Trent Grisham or probably Trent the Grisham other two guys more than likely. Kim. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know how what his first name yeah, is. No, yeah, he's playing second base now. He was their shortstop last year, moved over. Like that lineup can bang for sure, and they're going to be super good as long as their pitching holds up. they're going to be way too good. Yeah. So looking at the standings, man, let's just go over. You know, like you said, we're in. We've we'll been stay in that West. You we'll, know. Yeah, we've been. You know, playing for about a month now. The NL West is nothing like you would thought. Would have thought it would be. I mean, who the hell would have thought Arizona was going to come out and be the Arizona that they are? 16-12, and 12, sitting in first place right now, a game and a half over the Dodgers. Nobody. I mean, who the hell saw no, this coming? There's not one person on this planet that t- would tell me, yeah, Arizona's going to be legit. They're going to be in first at the end of this first month and, so you know, going on. No way. Zach Gallon might have been able to tell you that, though. I mean, the dude's 28 consecutive scoreless innings right now, leads the league. 37 strikeouts, 50 or 51 strikeouts, 37 innings pitched, right? I mean, that's... This guy is apparently the real fucking deal because he's out there shoving, you know, and shoving every day, so... Well, I mean, that's what... 26 scoreless, is that what you said? 28. 28, 28 that's consecutive what, scoreless. Five outings where he's just, four or five outings where yeah. he's just going out there throwing up donuts. I mean, is it safe to say he's still underrated, though? I would definitely. I mean, people aren't talking Nobody about talks him. About Nobody him. talks about him. I mean, him, you, you know hear about I mean? Cole, you hear about Otani, you hear yeah. about, you know. I mean, that's the, that's the shitty part about, uh, I mean, for, for people that watch baseball every day, I mean, even on MLB Network, you know what I mean? I watch MLB Network, Quick Pitch, MLB Central, all that stuff, you know, MLB Now for the most part, and... All you fucking hear about is people fucking on Otani and yeah. Garrett Cole's dick and Aaron Judge and, you know what I mean, the Astros. And you don't hear, I mean, even though, They're like in I said, first place. yeah, Arizona's in first fucking place right now and nobody's talking about them. You know what I mean? Like, how do you, Corbin Carroll, dude, dude right now, to me, is the front runner to win that fucking Easy. National League Rookie of the Year Easy. as of right now. You know what I mean? But like, he did, he did go down today. He was taken out of the game. 
Um, but I believe damn. a knee injury of sorts. Oh my goodness, especially for the speed of this dude. Left too? knee contusion. He's considered day to day. So, I mean, his manager said that we dodged a bullet. So it kind of sounds like things so, could have been way sounds, worse. Yeah, it sounds like it might just be a little soreness. Is what I'm hoping for. Just a little bruise or something. I mean, dude's batting three twelve right now. Fucking, did you see the? I think it was in yesterday's game. He hit one off the wall. Fucking almost caught up to the oh, guy yeah. in front of him. He had to slow down. Yeah. He had to slow down because he was about to pass him up, rounding third. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, this dude is too fast. And so now you have an injury to the knee. You're like, that's going to affect the speed. That's so, going like, to affect his game. Again, hopefully it's just soreness. I uh, yeah, mean, with, not, with that comment from the manager saying that uh, he's, you know, they he dodged the bullet. bullet. I mean, that guy goes down. I mean, what what happens to that lineup? Right. You know what I mean, what happens with that team? You got an Evan Longoria over there too that I think is doing amazing things over there. There's that veteran presence, yeah. man. I mean, having that you have all these younger guys, and then you get throw in a guy who's won three World Series and or no, not three. Sorry, he was on Tampa Bay. He was with the yeah. He yeah, was with the I don't know why I was then. thinking. Well, he did play because he played with the Giants. Yeah, he the did play with the Giants. There, yeah, they didn't win anything with them, but Evan Longoria is a guy that's been in the league for a long time yeah. now. You know what I mean? You throw him in the mix and teach these young guys how to get around, how to play, and how to carry themselves. And I mean, Evan Longoria was never one that had any, you know what I mean? He's never been one to be on the news or to be caught up with something or in any kind of drama like right. that. Right. So. He just kind of shows up, does his thing, goes home. Except for I did hear, because he did go to Rio Hondo. I don't know, obviously, if this is true or not, but a couple of guys when I was playing down there in, Bar- in Barstow said they knew some guys that played with him and that supposedly he was a big-time juicer back in Juco. Well, only he knows, I guess, and the people that saw him do it, right? Well, I guess then maybe they sold it to him. <laughs> yeah, probably. Maybe they sold it to him. Who knows, man? <laughs> I know, right? So. I mean, regardless, he's had a very successful oh, and clean sure. and clean. clean. Yeah. They can't say can't say he busted him. You know what I mean? Juco's say- a whole different thing, man. You can do whatever you want there. No fuck, seriously. But I mean, that kind of goes to talk. I mean, how many guys do you think really like juiced or took some kind of stuff before they were, I guess, like majorly getting tested? I guess you could say. You know what I mean? I mean, it's hard I, not I, to I, say. I bet a lot of them probably did. Yeah, I bet absolutely. more. I bet more did than did it. Absolutely. Why yeah, wouldn't right. you in junior college? If you're not going to get tested for all that, why wouldn't you? That's very fucking true. Like you if a, you're serious about you know trying to go professional and stuff, fuck it. Yeah, that's very true. But, yeah, well, um, the Dodgers here were off to third second. They're 15 and 13 right now, but they're very... I did just very... win today against the Cardinals. Kershaw went out there and just fucking dealt. I mean, fucking laid it all out there for the team and ended they're... up winning a one at the ballgame. Yeah, well, I mean, they are, they're also playing a really shitty team, but... Well, that's very true, the, but The Dodgers have been very surprising because you don't really know. Sometimes they look really good and sometimes they look really bad. Their pitching is not going to hold up the more I watch them. That's that's their problem right now. It's just their pitching, really seeing that pitching kind of develop throughout this first month, and, and you don't you don't got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very inconsistent. You got guys, I mean, even like Dustin May has his rough outings, you know what I mean, gets hit around a little bit. Like I said, Kershaw had this great outing today, don't get me wrong, but you are playing the Cardinals that fucking can't buy a win right now or at least it seems like they can't buy a win even though they're like 10 and 18 or something like that like it seems like they've literally won two games all season yeah they're so. not looking good but yeah they've uh the dodgers like i said man and th- the thing is they don't really have much you know waiting like they don't have you know oh so and so's coming i guess they have tony gonsling coming back but i mean, I mean is he is, gonna be really you know. a game changer for them I mean, you never know. He could. You know what I mean? You don't. I mean, it's it's just crazy because you have a, 
you have certain players that bring certain energies right. to certain teams and can really kind of do a whole lot yeah, different. Like, Is he really that guy? No, I don't know no, because I've never seen not. it. You know what I mean? So He's not like a Tatis. Well, and I don't even think the Padres needed Tatis, honestly. I don't think – I think uh, – you know what I mean? I think the Padres, if Tatis was never to come back, they'd be like, we're straight. Like, right, well, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, we're good. Like, well, how we can don't... you not with a billion-dollar team on that field? Yeah, it might it might be a little bit better, honestly, if he's not coming around with all that drama and shit like that. You know what I mean? But you never know. I mean, we'll see what Gosling brings back when he comes to them and kind of go from there. Julio's been getting hit around over there. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's not looking good. One thing that is kind of cool is uh, Max Muncy, dude. Comeback Dude's player of the year. Off. Comeback player of the year. Dude has been going off. I think he leads the league in bombs with like 11 right now or something like that. Max I mean, Muncie has been going off. It is ridiculous how hot that man is. Whatever right he figured out over the offseason, hey, keep it, keep going, man. Never forget whatever it is you figured out because, God damn. Yeah, he's got 11 bombs and 23 stakes. I mean, it's crazy, dude. It's, it's, I mean, seeing him, it's cool, though. You know what it's I mean? It's awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. Like I said, comeback player of the year candidate, very, very likely. Um, you got the Giants and the Rockies kind of doing what the Giants and the Rockies figured we'd do out in the West. Yeah, you know not what surprising I mean? at all. Yeah. So going from a team with, you know, one through nine full of superstars to a team that doesn't have any, the Pittsburgh Pirates are in first place. Bro. Not 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 only are they in first, they're the best team in the National League. They're 20 and eight right now. They're 20 better than wins, eight losses. Better than bro. the Braves, better than the Mets. Record wise, record wise. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Twenty and eight with a plus fifty three run differential. I don't know what's going on over there. Is this you know a fluke? Is this? I mean, is this real? Is this gonna sustain? Is, is this? I would have. I would have said it was a fluke. When, the first two weeks when when O'Neill went down. Right. O'Neill goes down and these guys don't skip a fucking beat. Well, and then and then not to mention they have. They gave Brian Reynolds that extension. Yeah. So when I saw that, in my mind, I'm like, oh, ownership sees what's going on here. Now they're like, oh, fuck, we're actually pretty good with this uh, team that we got now. Hey, again, veteran presence, but Andrew McCutcheon comes back to Pittsburgh. Andrew McCutcheon and Carlos Santana, which I understand Carlos Santana has nowhere near the same effect that Kutch does, but that's still a veteran presence. That's been in the San- league. That's been in the league. Yeah. He knows, you know, he's been in playoff baseball. He was on that Cleveland, uh, I believe they were the Guardians still. Or no, I believe they were the Indians well, when they were in the World Series against, was it the Mets a few years ago? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, no, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, was was it the Mets? I'm not sure. Anyways. But then well, he, you're talking to Cleveland that had the Andrew Miller and yeah, no, it was the Cubs. They played the Cubs that year. Yeah, yeah, the Indians lost so, the Cubs. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Arolda Chapman gave up that the bomb. Yep. To, yeah, but yeah, and then they they bring in bring in a guy like Rich Hill, who I understand is you know 65 years old. But that, dude, that dude's a. I mean, he he reminds me of a Wainwright of sorts. He reminds me of an old uh, Chris Carpenter of sorts. You know what I mean? He's not gonna blow you or surprise you with anything super fast or fucking crazy, but he's gonna go up there and throw you some curveballs right. that fucking Just geez, big old loopers. You're gonna miss for sure. Yeah, he's two and two on the year with the four five ERA. I mean, it's not great, but 
that's just another veteran guy that's going to tell these guys this is how you spin the ball, this is how you get out. I mean, to be honest with you, a lot of teams, I don't think, I mean, everybody wants to go get guys that fucking are pumping 100 miles an hour, 100 miles an hour, you know what I mean, 100 miles an hour with a 92-mile-an-hour slider. You know what I mean? All you see is hard, 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 but then you get these guys like the Kershaws now, like the Wainwrights, right. like the Rich Hills. You Who know what pitch. I mean? Yeah, they pitch, and you can see it. Dude, I love watching those guys pitch because it's it's about watching how they're planning and how a lot of times you're seeing these guys up there just go up there and just hucking. They have no plan. They're just throwing pitches and hoping for the best. You know what I mean? You see those guys really get into their game and really start to dissect it on the mound dude and it's so it's so fun well yeah watch. they the you know there's certain guys that stick to what they're good at which is you know oh i know i don't throw 98 99 yeah. but i throw 92 and i can put it wherever i mm-hmm. want i can put this change up right down at his ankles i can throw this slider off the plate like they're very you know particular in what they throw and how they throw where yeah. these other guys who are overpowering which i don't blame them if you throw 103 and it moves yeah, 22 inches and do what you got to do throw it down the middle and see what it does for sure do what you got to do you know what i mean but i love watching that kind of pitching so yeah i mean like i said and they got who's it, mitch keller i believe who's been going off for them i mean brian reynolds i mean brian reynolds has been still been killing it he got the eight-year extension you know what i mean the guy finally got what he deserved you had all the talks about him getting traded or wanting to get traded and you know, things of that sort. Dude gets an eight-year extension for, what is it, 106? Just yeah. a little over 106 mil. 106, 13 a year, 13 yeah. mil a year, all guaranteed. So, crazy. Man. talk about getting the monkey off his back. Like, oh, he's not yeah, worried dude. about that anymore. He's not worried about where am I going to get traded to, who am I going to play for, who am and I And I think it made it a whole lot easier just kind of seeing what they're doing. You know what I mean? Well, apart and apart from that, I, I just kind of shows, like, he probably had that conversation with the ownership. Like, dude, look at what we're doing right now. You got to be in. You got to be yeah. 100% committed to like wanting to win now because we're off to a 20 and 8 start. We're first in the division. I mean, when was the last time they even had a winning start? I mean, a, a 500 start right. that lasted, you know what I mean, more than two weeks. Like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, but definitely well deserved for the man Brian Reynolds himself, dude. I mean, you want to talk about comeback players? McCutcheon is, I mean, dude's betting two, 275, 13 RBIs, five home I mean, this dude was a bench player last year for the Brewers. Yeah, and he now coming off the and bench. now he yeah and now he's a pretty big role on that Pirates team. Which again, like it's a young team, but then you throw that veteran presence and him and Santana. You, yeah. you see what you see what's happening out there, man. Like they're not a this is I don't think it's a fluke. Is it sustainable? I'm not sure, but I mean they're twenty and eight with the plus fifty three run differential. I mean, with that one, I mean, it's it's solely gonna gonna come down to time. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's time. Time's gonna tell. You get into those, like we've talked about. You get into those hot days of summer in June and July and into August, and you know what I mean. It's gonna start to get to you, and we'll see if they're able to hold up. Like I said, right now, shit, the way they're playing the game, it's it's unreal. You got that Connor you know, Joe. Mm-hmm, Connor Joe, dude. I oh, mean, Miguel Andujar. He was released from the Yankees. And this offseason, picked up by the Bucks almost immediately. And today he played his first game, had a double, and I believe a home run as well. So, like, it's just next man up for them at this point. Hey, first game. First game. Big shout-out to freaking Drew Maggie on the Pirates there, man. Dude's 33 years old, played over 1,100 minor league ball games. 
Dude has stuck it out for over 1,100 ball games. I don't think people understand how the insane gr- that is. The grind. The grind of minor league baseball and for you to stick it out 1,100 games. Well, how many years was it like? Shit. It's got to be at least close to 10, 9 to 10. I mean, you got to think of it a regular MLB season. There's 162, but there's less minor league yeah, games. Yeah, there's so. a little bit less. I think they still play like 120 or 140 or something of that sort. Right. You know what I mean? But still, so you got to think. I mean, that's that's pretty close to 10 years of minor right. league ball right well, there. Well, and like. so you got to understand, like, he let, let's just, you know, assume it was 10 years. They don't make good money in the minor no, leagues. So for shit. people who don't know, like. They barely got that, like, arbitration kind of figured out right. where I think they the pay Guaranteed raise is, a little more. is coming a little bit more, a little bit higher. Yeah, but, but before, still, like. An average minor leaguer makes, you know, anywhere between like ten grand to twenty grand a year. Like they don't make a lot of money. Yeah, dude, it's crazy how these guys. I mean, they get they get paid fucking close to nothing. And so the fact that he stuck it out for that long, for ten years, dude. On, and especially on the Pirates, like they didn't have had anything. Well, to, no, he he was with. He's oh, been, he was, he's been around. He's been traded yeah. around a little bit. Gotcha. He got traded around a little bit because he did get called up to the bigs. I can't remember who it was with. It might have been like the Brewers. I can't remember who it was with, but he's been called up. He's never made an actual appearance. And then today he got his first uh, MLB. Was it today or yesterday? Today. Today he got Oh, his... no. His first appearance, I believe, was yesterday. He yeah, got a he, pinch hit. He got a pinch hit, but his first hit he got. The first think, hit and RBI today. Yeah, got today. So big shout out to that guy. I mean, yeah, that's real, awesome. Yeah. I mean, sticking out that grind. Like I said, if you if you know that minor league grinder, kind of know a little bit of, of how that minor league grind is. I mean, you know that shit ain't easy and... The yeah. bus league, man. Yeah, they call it the bus league, and fucked. I mean, you're riding buses everywhere. It's it's not any fun, from what I've heard. Well, I mean, it's a lot of fun. You're playing what you're playing, but well, and that's what it came down to, man. That's just love for the game. Like, yeah. I understand, you know, if you're ten years in the minor leagues and you're not making any money. Yeah. But you just love the game that much, man. Like, it means way more to you than making a living off it. But yeah, now he's in the big leagues. I mean. He's fitting in. He's not. We got, we got quick pitch on right here, and his uh, his at bat just came up where he gets that RBI, that base hit up the middle, man. I mean, you just see the smile on his face of how happy this guy well, is. Well, him and, and his teammates, his man. Teammates, look, how, yeah. look, how, look how pumped they are for him. They were jumping over the rails, man, on a base hit. <laughs> on a base hit, up 15. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Score was 15 to 1. Well. Yeah, dude. Dude's killing it. Look at that. A few was games to reach 20 wins in a season, 28 games to reach 20. 28 games to reach 28. The top three above that were two seasons at 25 games and one at 24 in 1902. The Pirates are good, man. Hey, dude, these guys, man. Like I said, it's crazy. This is not something I expected. No, nobody did. Bednar goes out there and just shuts the freaking door every night. It seems like Alex has got him on on her fantasy team, and I'm just like, damn. Like, that guy's a lock every night, it seems like. Yeah. That's crazy. Moving but, on here, man. St- well, sticking in the fucking central real fast. Oh, yeah. Let it out, man. You got let the Pirates out. leading. Then you got the Brewers, the Cubs, the Reds, and St. Louis is in fucking last. They're I fast. mean, you can't tell me this is something you saw that was coming. That fucking lineup, that pitch. I mean, the pitching rotation, even on paper, isn't the greatest, but you can't say it was going to be as bad as it fucking is. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's entirely surprising. What's more surprising is that lineup rather than that pitching. That lineup is getting fucking shit on every night, dude. Yesterday against the Dodgers, they left 17 guys on base. And of those, uh, 
of those majority of the times you had your two, three, four, and five guys coming up to bat with those guys on base. Yeah, that's a problem. That's that's Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, and Wilson fucking Contreras. Why is Jordan Walker in the minor leagues? I don't fucking know. Can someone explain that to me? They're not good. So why they not? They didn't just fucking get some top. You know, like I'd understand if they had an Aaron Judge on their DL and he was hurt to start the year and. Oh, hey, Jordan Walker, Judge is back, so you got to be sent, like, you're not playing yeah, over you Judge. Yeah, you sent fucking Judge back, and you bring up Paul DeYoung again. Why? Yeah. Why is this guy back in the, why is this guy still on this fucking team? I don't the know. Dude, the dude shows up, he'll play two good weeks of baseball, and then he won't be able to fucking see the ball for the rest of his fucking life. But they'll keep him up there, and they'll keep Jordan Walker down in the minors because they don't know who to give fucking good money to, so they give it to guys like, like Paul DeYoung. That are great fucking minor leaguers, but can't figure it out once they get to the bigs. They're good 4A players, bro. God, dude, what the fuck, dude? He goes down there and he starts killing it, and so all of a sudden he comes up. Yeah, okay, he's had one or two good games, but it happens every fucking time. Every the bright lights, man. Every fucking time he comes up, he has two good weeks, and then he you don't fucking he, he hits 120. Why? Why? Yeah. Why do we keep fucking doing this? I was very surprised to see Jordan Walker get sent down. You're telling me you'd rather have fucking Paul DeYoung at short than Tommy Edmond? Didn't he start the year like 13-game hitting streak? Who? Jor- yeah. Jordan Walker? Jordan Walker. Yeah, 12-game hitting streak, and he had a hit in 16 of the 20 games that he's played it. And he gets hit down. Why? What the fuck are they doing over there? I don't. You would think, oh, this is it's their top prospect, isn't it? Yeah. Why, why wouldn't he be? He's not the number just, two prospect in all of baseball. Why would we not just give him the time, the reps, the you know? Well, I mean, it was big league pitching. It was kind of the same thing. I saw a stat where Julio Rodriguez last year won the AL Rookie of the Year, but through his like first twenty five games, he was batting like two hundred. Yeah, I did see that. I don't know. You're gonna tell you're gonna tell me you can't give your number the number two prospect in all of baseball fucking half a season when you're shit in the bed anyways when you're not good yeah you're not winning regardless like I'd understand if he was sticking out like a sore thumb but that whole lineup struggling so That's like what, he's fucking doing better than Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado are doing Contreras like what the hell's going on yeah see that, that's what I was talking about with like that those guys that can bring that energy once they're on the field you know what I mean I'm hoping Wainwright does that to these guys. I'm hoping you get a Wayne right back that's going to compete his ass off on the mound. Again, not going to go up there and shove 99, 100 miles an hour down your throat, but he's going to pitch, and he's going to pitch real well. And so I'm hoping that he can bring that fucking energy back. Or you just fire Ollie Marmol right now and go get fucking Yadier Molina to coach the rest of the season. All right. Y'all, y'all are going to get a fucking bench coach first. A bent their bench coach before you get Yadier Molina. Well, yeah, no one fucking John Mosley like you do some stupid shit like that. Yeah, because Molina's going to want a paycheck, not a bag of potatoes for fucking... Well, well, Molina's also expressed he wants to spend a year with his family or time with his family, right? I don't so know. I get it. We'll give it to you, but we, we, I don't, fucking, I, we fucking I, need you. Wainwright is a... I think he is going to make a little difference, but I don't think it's going to be... I don't think St. Louis finishes in last, but I don't think they. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't see them. You know, at the beginning of the year, I did see them winning the division, but now I'm like, they look really fucking bad. They look horrible, and they don't have everything. anything really to look forward to. No, everything. Like about I said, them. Wainwright is. It is going to help. The momentum's going to change maybe a little bit, but Ryan Presley is their fucking closer that goes out there and chucks 100, 100 miles an hour, hundred and three miles an hour, but yet they have him going out there to close the games, throwing nothing but sliders and fucking blowing blowing saves. Like why? 
This is this is what we talk about, right? Guys going out there that can throw 103 miles an hour, just shove it down their fucking throat and see what they can do with it. Like, is that too much to ask for? Apparently, you want to go up there and throw four sliders in a row with the guy that throws 103 miles an hour? Why? Why? I don't know. Make that make sense. Kind of seems it's more of a internal problem there. I think the clubhouse, something in there needs to change. Ali Marmol definitely needs to go. Might and be I'm, him. I'm right on the edge. I'm 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 like pretty pretty confident now i guess you can say are on the side of uh i think it's time we really start looking at getting john mose like out of there too well it seems I mean, to be a hot topic in baseball apparently yeah. a lot of teams need to be you know reevaluated here yeah well, i mean john mose like's been there for a while now you know what i mean yeah he brought a championship to st louis back in 2011 cool right we'll take it but what have you done since 11 years or 12? 12 years. 12 years? Going on 12 years. What have you done since? And it's, well, it seems like it's just getting worse at this point. So I think it's time that that's a serious question that needs to start getting uh, asked around by the uh, owners of that team. So Yeah, again, I don't think it's a roster problem. I think this is they got the a guys. front office. Yeah, or they I don't got know the, if it's they the got manager, the guys. but they do need something. And like I said, I don't think Wainwright's going to be the difference maker here, but they don't really have anything else. The guys they have is the guys right. they have. You're right. I, I mean, me personally, I think Marmol. Maybe. Get rid of him. It was, it, was like, it was the same thing with the Phillies, man. Last yeah. year when they had Joe Girardi, they got rid of him. and All of a sudden, they start winning. winning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, crazy. You know what I mean? Crazy. So maybe that's what it's going to take, man. Maybe that's their next step. Who knows? I can see it happening. Like I said, the Cardinals should not be 10-18 and 18 right now. I mean... They fired, uh, who was the guy that was there before, Mike Sh- uh, Schilt? Or, yeah, right? Mike Schilt was the guy that was in charge before uh, Marmol, right? And that dude was actually winning compared to what the hell Marmol's doing. And they fired his ass after two seasons. Like, Who was their manager who ended up, who got fired and then went to Kansas City? Uh, Mike Matheny. Mike Matheny. Yeah, he's, he's still out there in Kansas City, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not going great for him, but. Well, I mean, what are you going to do out in Kansas City? I don't know that anyone can really turn that bitch around. Like, you had those years with fucking Lorenzo Cain and Mike uh, Moustakas. Mike Moustakas, and you had a couple other outfielders. I mean, uh, what the fuck is Eric Hosmer? You know what I mean? Uh, Alcides Escobar. Alcides, that's when also when Salvador Perez was just getting in started. His prime, yeah, yeah, getting in his league. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, man, that Central's a mess. The Pirates, props to them. They're killing it. Also, shout out to Marcus Stroman's. Dude's been shoving this year. He's two and two. I mean, the his record doesn't reflect it as well, but two point two ERA, thirty-three Ks. I mean, it kind of seems like he has quality starts every time he goes out there. He, he's another one of those guys yeah. who's not overpowering, but he just pitches, say, man. He spins the ball. He knows where to put it. A lot of movement. He knows his ends, mechanics. A lot of a lot of downs, a lot of breaks. But yeah, just shout out to them. Cincinnati Reds or I mean the Cincinnati Reds. There's really nothing to talk about there. Twelve and fifteen. The Brewers. The, the Brewers are always one of those contenders. You never know with them. Corbin Burns and uh, who's the other guy? Freddie Peralta the other day threw a jam. I mean, uh, Christian Yelich has kind of been playing. He's kind pretty, of figured it out. Kind of playing bit. pretty good ball. Yeah, again. he won the freaking MVP, and then you know who else has figured it out? Now that I think about it, Cody Bellinger. Oh, for real, though. Dude's batting about 300, five five home runs. All it took was uh, him going back to L.A. and showing these motherfuckers, hey, I could still play. Yeah, you you guys gave up on me a little too quick. I don't think they gave gave him, what, three years? Yeah, I mean, he was was, was pretty bad. He was just one of those players that needed to change the scenery, I think. Yeah, that might might definitely have been it. Because, yeah, he's been 
good. And I talked a lot of shit on Cody Bellinger. I did not think he was going to be good at all. But, yeah, he's batting about 300, five home runs, and 15 RBIs. I mean, that's not bad at all. He's stealing bags. That's definitely a pickup for them. Dansby Swanson for them has been really good. Another uh, comeback player of the year candidate, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. If he keeps it up and keeps showing out for the Cubs, I mean, right now they're sitting in the middle of the pack at 14 and 12. So playing uh, above 500 ball, you know what I mean? Like I said, this this NL Central is so, you know, it could it could go so many yeah. ways with those teams that are right there still. Like I said, the Cardinals are ten and seventeen, but you never fucking know. The Pirates can completely shit the bed. Right, I mean, anything can obviously really happen in two, this division. Yeah, in three months, I can see this being the opposite yeah. where Pittsburgh's in the bottom, St. Louis. Like, yeah, the Central is not a tough division, I don't think. So that's why I think and, this can, you know, and a lot of these teams can go on these skits. I mean, I think the Brewers will stay up there towards the top. But, I mean, we've never seen something like this from Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? Right. The Cubs over the past couple of years haven't been good at all either. So to say that they can sustain this, that they're going to be like the Braves, that they're going to be like the Yankees, that they're going to be like the Dodgers, you know what I mean, that you know are going to be there year in and year out, you can't say that right now. No. You can't say so. that right now. So, you know what I mean? Definitely still a toss-up. I mean, we'll see what happens. But going on to those Braves, man, the Braves are looking pretty good right now. Too That's in not the surprising East. It at all. That division's not surprising me at all. The Braves are the Braves. That's exactly who we thought they were going to be. The Mets are in second, which isn't surprising with, I mean. And they're 15 and 12. I mean, they're in second place, barely playing above 500 barely. right now. You know what I mean? Like, and then you got Miami and Philly tied for third, 15 and 13. Yeah, which, all those teams, I mean. The Mets fifteen twelve, Marlins and Phillies fifteen and thirteen. Like again, I mean, it's, it's kind of, the, of it's expected. Yeah, all, this division is expected. I mean, I can see Philly, you know, jumping in second, the Mets jumping to first, you know, for a little bit. But I mean, the Braves are the team to be in that division, and it's showing. They got a plus forty three run differential. The Mets have a plus eight. I mean, that's a huge difference between yeah. the first and second place team. Spencer Strider going to be your NL Cy Young? Dude? Shit, man. I mean, the dude's unreal, dude. He goes out there and just shoves. I don't know where the hell... I mean, obviously, we knew this guy was good, seeing what we've seen the last two years, but maybe just finally figured it out, and I think this could uh, definitely be his, his Cy Young year. Right. You know what I He's mean? 3-0, 49 punchies, and a 1.8 ERA. Punchies. I mean, he threw eight innings against Miami today. 13 punchies. Yeah. Dude's good. Dude's really fucking good. Yeah, he's really good. And if he keeps that shit up, like I said, he can uh, definitely got that Cy Young written all over him. Sandy Alcantara's been kind of a shit in the bed this year. He kind of threw that complete game and kind of just yeah, he threw hasn't that, done shit since. He threw that complete game at 100 pitches, and ever since then, I think he's given up fucking, it seems like, 20 runs at least in like two or three starts. So, I mean, I don't know. Something might be going on with that guy, but... I don't know what it is, man. I mean, like I said, yeah, ever since we he threw that complete game shutout, I mean, he hasn't been the same. Yeah, but I don't know. So, I mean, you're playing over there in Miami. Still Aaron Nola game. threw an absolute gem today. Eight innings, one earned, six punches against the Astros. I mean, Zach Wilder had a good game, too. They played a doubleheader. They played a doubleheader tonight, too. Let me pull this up real quick. Zach Wheeler. Yeah, if the Phillies are going to be a contender, Nola and Wheeler both have to be on their game. Because after that, you don't really have much. Yeah. So, yeah, I think. Wheeler threw six innings, three hits, one walk, seven Ks. Yeah, like I said, man, in order, in order for the Phillies to go, 
Wheeler and Nola have to go out there and shove. Yeah, these guys are gonna. These guys got to carry that team. They got to carry that rotation and and really, uh, really, really put it on their back. You know what I mean? You still got Harper that it, that's not back yet. So, you know what I mean? That lineup's still missing a little bit. Yeah, they're still right there in the mix of things. You know what I mean? Because even the Braves at eighteen and nine, you can't say they're fucking out of reach. Like they're, right. they're too far. They're already getting a huge leg. I mean, they're three and a half games up. So their bullpen though has been. Legit, I mean, Braves. No, the Phillies. Oh, the Phillies. Yeah, the Phillies bullpen. Jose Alvarado out of the bullpen is disgusting. I mean, they got three guys that are really out there killing it. Their bullpen has earned, yeah, three runs allowed. This was, I think, from yesterday or the day before. Even three runs allowed though in thirty-two innings over the last ten games. That's a point eight four ERA with forty strikeouts and four walks. Yeah. So, like I said, man, but, I mean, their bullpen's legit, but their starting pitcher's a little weak, like Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nolan. But, I mean, apart from that, I think Taiwan Walker's hurt. I was going to say, yeah, Taiwan Walker did get hurt the other day. So, I don't, like I said, that's what worries me. The whole having Bryce Harper come back, that's going to be huge. That's one of those he's a, makes he's a, a clubhouse impact. I know he's in the clubhouse right now, but, you know, he's a big, like. Be, be, being there and being on the field are two different things. Right. They're two Absolutely. completely different no, things. No, I agree 100%. You know what I mean? That's why I said the same thing with uh, with Wayne, with Wainwright in St. Louis. Being there and, and actually getting to take the bump every five days. It's you can two, just feel it. Yeah. yeah, it's two totally different things, and it carries two totally different energies, and sometimes that's what, that's all a team needs, really, to kind of get them going. Yeah. You know what I you mean? You throw Harper in that lineup, you know, Turner and Schwarber, Castellanos, Harper, like that's going to be a huge one of those momentum changes once he get once he comes back, especially Alec Baum. Alec Alec Baum's been playing good ball this year too. Brandon Marsh is a little scrappy hitter. Brandon Marsh is one of the better hitters that's in the game right now. Bryson Stott has been you know coming out. So like I said, man, I I think having Bryce Harper back in that lineup is going to be huge for them, but it's their pitching that worries me, man. They're starting pitching. But, I mean, you saw, you saw, I mean, you know that at least Nola and Wheeler have it to be those guys. Yeah. Because you saw it in the postseason last year. You saw it in that postseason. But, again, round. I mean, are they going to do this all year? Just rely on two arms and then Well, no, you can't. That's what I'm saying. You can't, no. I mean, you got to have those other guys step up for sure. You know what I go mean? Go out if you and really get a want, starting pitcher. I mean, yeah, you go out and find another guy or, or trade for another guy or do something. You know what I mean? Find some guy to bring up to the farm. Like, yeah, because right now you're sitting 15 and 13 with a negative three run differential, which isn't bad at all. So, and then you get Harper in there, but they're starting pitcher, man. Like you need, you need at least yeah. I'd say two, even even two more guys. I don't think. I mean, if Taiwan Walker come back and be a guy, but. I Taiwan think, Walker, I think Taiwan Walker, I think can be a guy that definitely helps. Oh no, I as, agree as for a, sure. As a four or five guy, I think he can definitely help solidify a a postseason rotation. You know what I mean? But yeah, one guy at least for sure, you definitely need to try to go get. I would say just to really kind of give you that uh, give you that full season, at least half half season. You know what I mean? After the trade deadline, kind of give you that. We got a guy that's going to help us get that extra win. So. Went down with the forearm, but uh, he is scheduled to start his next start, which is on, let's see, Monday against the Dodgers. So we'll see how Taiwan. that goes. Yeah. Well, and then against the Dodgers, too. That'll be a good team to get started against. Right. So, yeah, that the, the NL East isn't surprising at all. Um, we'll see how it finishes. We'll see how it finishes. Kind of, it kind of playing out the way we expected. Yeah. Nationals at 9-17, and 17, so, you know. Definitely, uh, they're right next to St. Louis for the worst record in, in all of baseball. 
Rockies are eight and twenty, I guess. So can't say there's much of a difference between the three teams at this point. But yeah, going on over to let's switch over sides to the American League and kind of take it from the West real quick. I mean, the Rangers sixteen and eleven, first place above the Astros, two games ahead of get ahead of the Astros. Right, the Angels playing five hundred ball, and then the Marin the Mariners. Honestly, I thought we would see a little bit more from them. Very disappointing. Yeah, it's pretty disappointing. I mean, I don't Did, know. Uh, you see, Robbie Ray just went down for the whole year. Robbie oh. Ray's done for the year. Wow, that yeah. hurts. That well, that's. I guess not there too. I mean, other guys have you know solidified themselves like the Gilberts and the, um, what's his name, Kirby. Kirby Gate or is it no, Gates or Bates? Gates. No, 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 it's Logan Gilbert and who's the other guy I'm thinking of? Yeah, Kirby something. Kirby. George Kirby. George Kirby. Yeah, he's on my fantasy team. But yeah, the the, the Mariners are off to a really disappointing start. I mean, yeah, I was the, expecting a lot more. I was expecting more excitement from them, you know. And I mean, we're only a month in, still a lot of ball left, but that's not how you want to start off, man. You can yeah. lose a division in you can April, lose. but you can't win it in April. You can't win it, but you can definitely lose any any kind of shot at a at a postseason, right? You know, early in the year. That's why it kind of worries me about St. Louis, and is is you you let this shit keep going on, and before you know it, you're gonna be too far out to have a fucking shot right. or anything. So that's why I think Seattle needs to figure it out. Uh, yeah, Robbie Ray did go out with a season-ending repair to his flexor tendon in his left elbow. Jesus. So, yeah, he's done for the year. A lot of lot of terminology there that uh, at the end of the day just says, uh, you might be fucked. Your elbow was not in a good <laughs> spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, they still have other guys. Luis Castillo's been really good for them, 2-0 with a 1.8 ERA. Uh, like I said, George Kirby's been really good. He has a 2.9 ERA through, like, five starts. Logan Gilbert, I believe, has a sub-3 ERA as well. Right about it. He's on my fantasy team. He's been doing all right for me. Oh, just kidding. He has a 4.2. But still, I mean, he's going out there and giving you quality starts. He's got starts. a 4.2? 4.2, but mm. he's going out there and giving you 6, 6, 6, 5, 6 and 2 thirds, 4 innings. I mean. Giving you a chance. He's giving you quality starts. That's all you could ask for. But, yeah, that the Mariners are definitely underperforming. Um, Jacob DeGrom, too. Jacob what DeGrom have we going talked down. about? My goodness, dude. If my freaking goodness. What do you go down with? A uh, right elbow, elbow inflammation. Elbow inflammation, dude. That's what? not good. That's not good. Oh, my God, dude. When is this guy going to be able to play? Like He was throwing the shutout. Uh, I think, believe. No, I don't think it was a no-hitter, but he was throwing the it shutout. It was a shutout the in the fourth, I think. Right? And then out of nowhere, just he, said, gave yeah. up, he gave up a bomb, and then I think he walked the guy or gave up a hit or something and, and then like, yep, pulled his ass. And he did go on to IL 15 days, so he will miss uh, at least two starts as I of mean, now. This is that shit we talk about with him. You know what I mean? It's, can yeah, you he, just imagine? Can you imagine the pitcher he would be if he was healthy all these years? Like, as a Mets fan, and you see this, it's just like, yeah, yep, that's him. That's exactly Mets, who As a Mets expect. fan right now, I'm kind of like, fuck, thank God he's gone finally. Like, thank God that's someone else's problem because, Jesus, you deal with it every year with this guy. Every year. You expect the guy to come in and to really be that guy that's going to fucking hold your rotation together, and he doesn't do it year after year well, after year. Well, you pay year. him a lot of money. 
We talked about it last time, man. He's the same age as Kershaw. He just got a fat contract. How much was his fucking contract? I believe it was five years. Let me take a guess. Five years, one... 160? I don't know. It's something around there, I believe. Google that shit. But that's what I'm saying, man. Like... As a as a ranger as a Rangers fan, man, this is so this is you got to be a little pissed off because five year one eighty five one eighty. I was twenty mil off, yeah. but still, like that's what I'm saying, man. We talked about this last time. Kershaw's on his way out. Kershaw, everybody's talking. Oh, this is might be his last year. And Jacob Degrom just got a five year extension, it's, or well, not extension, but well, a five year contract. Signed a five year contract. It's a brand new for a contract. guy who can't stay healthy. Like this is so crazy to me that he got that kind of money. And I understand when he's on the mound and he's healthy, he's probably the best pitcher we have ever seen but if he's not on the fucking but he mound, can't stay on the mound what, what good does he do you when man? has he when was the last time he had a full season yeah, full I healthy couldn't season tell you i couldn't tell you like it seems like he's always on the bench hurt like at the end of the day like you said i don't know i don't know why texas did it i don't know why anybody would do it maybe that's why he ended in, up in texas you know well, he's I mean? from texas i know he's a texas boy but Still, I mean, I can't think of the last time. The last time he had a full season, let's see, 2019, he had 32, 32 starts. Oh, Since guess. 2019, 12, 15, 11, now 6. You, there was a COVID year in there, but still. God. I mean, he just gave, yeah. since 2019, not, this dude can't give you a full year. He's not that guy. Well, I mean... Like I said, could could he be that guy? If I mean, he was, I, if he could stay healthy, he I think, is that I guy. Think, yeah, I think he definitely could be that guy, but he's not that guy. I well, mean, and he, like we said, man, never, he hasn't shown it. He's not. I don't see it coming. No, he's shown it. He's well, yeah, shown him. He's shown that he's he can definitely be that guy, but he's he just doesn't can't do it. Always hurt. Always always some kind of a problem. Some right. kind of an issue. Like they did um, Nathan Evaldi, their other big pickup this offseason. Uh, he did throw a shutout against the Yankees today. Looked really good. That's another man who kind of goes under the radar. I feel like a lot of the time. But yeah, Nathan Evaldi. Nathan Evaldi did throw a shutout today. I mean, yeah. Texas's lineup is banging though, man. Just him, sh- him shitting on the Yankees like he always does. Yeah, that's not surprising <laughs> at all. Their lineup is really what's kind of you know keeping them together. I mean, their pitching, don't get me wrong, has been good, but their lineup bangs. I mean Corey Seager and Corey Seager's hurt. He hasn't played. Oh, he is. Marcus uh, Simeon's been Marcus really hot. Marcus Simeon is a guy. Yeah. Um, who was it? The other guy went four bombs. Uh, why can't I think of his name? He hit no, not four bombs. It was three, wasn't it? I'm trying to think of who text. Oh man, what's his name? What's his name? But yeah, I mean, like I said, their lineup is really what's saving their asses right now. They have a plus fifty nine run differential. The next closest is Houston with the plus twenty one in that division. So they're banging, man. They're banging and they're pitching. Adolis Garcia. Adolis Garcia, that's right. Yeah, that's who you were talking about. Dude did have a game the other night. But I mean they're looking good. You know what I mean? Honestly, I'm not really all that surprised too. I thought they'd be a good team. Yeah, no, I'm not that surprised at all. I mean, this is why you pay I mean, I didn't think they'd be in first place above the Astros. But. No, the Astros have, have been on the struggle bus, but again, I think it's going to be one of those things where once Jose Altuve comes back, like I think that team's going to get rolling. That is true. I mean, again, another one of those guys that that's a key player. Is gonna, man, he's like, going to bring that energy, bring that new that level of excitement. You know what I mean? That can definitely uh, switch things around for any organization. You know what I mean? Right. So. 
And talk about the Oakland A's are, are five and twenty-three. They've won five baseball games. Yeah, they are. They have a negative one hundred and eighteen. Negative one hundred and eighteen run differential. That is that is bad. That's man. really really fucking bad. Yeah. You I see, mean, I mean, you see those people protesting outside. Yeah, out or not even outside. I think they were in the field in the coliseum. Well, there was there was some protest. They had like a long line going yeah. like around the stands and stuff like that because obviously there's nobody in any seats anyway. So you can just walk all the way around that park. Um, but they also had they also had a little group of people protesting outside too somewhere. But it's it's like I get it. You know what I mean? You don't want your team to leave, but at the same time. I, mean, I think what I think he's got to sell the team. I don't see how you move to Vegas and continue to run the ball team like this, not caring if they fucking win, not caring if they show up. Not well, maybe he decides he wants to start running the team, and he was just kind of forcing maybe, them to be shit the may, whole time yeah, just maybe, so he can leave. Maybe Oakland. like uh, on Major League, the lady. Oh yeah, how she tries to do how it on purpose. Yeah, you know how. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe that was his intent the whole time. He was like, "I'll stick it out for fifteen years, just fucking make this organization the worst organization so in the world." Move it to Vegas. Once we leave, then we start dropping some money, right? right. Which right. I hope, I hope that's the case because it's fucked up, man. The fans shouldn't have to be, put, shouldn't have to put up with this. I mean, how you're, how do you? I mean, I understand if you're a diehard Oakland A's fan, but that's tough watching those games. I mean, it's who, tough to root for a team like that. Yeah, who would want to go to any of those games? Right. You know what I mean? Like, why would you want to go? I mean, unless the opposing team is really good. But well, yeah, I guess if you really want to go see a Trout or uh, you want to see Aaron Judge out there, or Marcus Simeon, yeah, Corsi, you know, be it whoever it is, you know, literally what I mean? any other team. But you're not going there to watch Oakland baseball, no, man. man. I mean, nobody wants nobody wants to watch that. Sit around and watch that all day. Well, when, Imagine if they would stick, you know, pay their guys. Like, have you seen all the guys that they've had given up and are just fucking... I was literally thinking about this the other day, and I'm like, these motherfuckers are a farm system for the MLB. Like, like these guys, they're like, "Eh, let's see who can actually perform here. And then as soon as we can see that they can perform, well, some team is just going to pick them off for darn near fucking nothing. Sonny Gray leads MLB in ERA. He wasn't, yeah. Matt Chapman is, I believe, the second best average-wise. Behind Luis Arise. Right. Yeah. Max Munchie, we just talked about him, how how good he's doing. Sean Murphy for the Braves. Well, the Braves, the last two years of the team I'm talking about. You take a Matt Olson from them, you say, well, we'll see ya. And then you come back the very next year and take Sean Murphy for darn near nothing say, thank you very much. Thanks for showing us that we can. Matt Marcus Simeon was on that team. Yeah. Matt Olson was on that team. Like, that's literally a all-star lineup, but you don't, you don't care. You don't care to have these guys. You don't care to sign anyone. You don't care to try to keep anyone. Nothing. You don't care to fucking do anything over there, and you just throw it all to shit. Like, so, again, how you root for that team, I don't know. Like I said, and even when you get rid of them, you get fucking close to nothing. You know what I mean? You literally Matt, just give them away for fucking soda money. Matt Olson and fucking Sean Murphy were both free agent signings that left. Right. Like, Why? If you're not going to try to re-sign these guys, why are you not trading them to try to pick someone up? Right, to get a package out of it. Yeah, to get something. Both of those guys you could have got good players for. You know what I mean? Young guys in the farm system that you can try to that you can at least bring up and say I'm I at least have control of you for damn near nothing for the next two to five years. Right. Like at least we have something going on something, where you yeah. can't leave. Like 
I agree. No, I agree. But no, instead they just let them fucking ride out the season and then, oh, bye. We'll see you later. Like, thanks thanks for being here. He probably doesn't even know what's going on, man. Yeah, I mean, that's, he, another, that's another he thing, He probably too. fucking sits at this million-dollar house and fuck it. He's like, oh, shit, I own the fucking oh, Oakland. Oh, fuck, <laughs> that's my team, huh? <laughs> shit. Damn. Yeah, man, it's it's shitty. I'm, uh, I feel bad for them. But yep, you at the same time, I really hope this move happens just so that way, again, maybe a change of scenery is... Uh, does good for them and maybe he does sell the fucking team maybe that's how he starts caring again yeah but yeah no i think it's more of a has to sell the team to someone else because i don't see how you run a team this shitty and not care not even be fucking a little embarrassed like nothing man like he fuck when you got millions you probably give two fucks about it Uh, yeah probably but still i mean then why own the team at that point you know you're not getting much revenue out of it. No, that's you have true. fucking probably, 10, 10 probably, people show up. Probably costing you more money than you're that's making right. out of it. You're probably throwing point. away so many hot dogs and shit every day. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's ridiculous. Mm, it's Speaking crazy. of ridiculous, how about the White Sox, man? God damn, was I wrong on these guys. You did have them winning the Central. I did. You dude. had them winning I mean, the Central. Tell me, tell me that pitch in rotation with Lance Lynn, Michael Kopech, Dylan Cease. I mean, tell me that's not a good starting rotation. Then you have, I mean, Craig Kimbrell can, yeah, you can say he's fucking iffy out there. I Craig guess, Kimbrell's but, on the Phillies. Or not, who am I thinking of? Uh, maybe it's not Craig Kimbrell. Shit. Don't know who you're thinking of, but. They're getting, uh, what's his name back? Giolito. Um, well, you have Giolito in the starting rotation too, but they're getting a uh, dude that just beat cancer. I can't think of his fucking oh, name. Oh, uh. The the Aussie, what the hell's his name? Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks. Yeah, congrats to him, man. Yeah, I mean, that's beating, awesome. Beating cancer, that's fucking great, man. That's hopefully, so awesome, man. Hopefully he's back closer, yeah, sooner there than is, ever. There is video of him on the mountain and shit mm-hmm. already. So, yeah, that's, I don't know who the fuck I was thinking of when it comes to the clothes. But anyways, yeah, they're going to get, they hopefully get him back soon. But I mean, that rotation, and then you have a lineup where you, you bring in Elvis Andrews. You have Luis Roberts, Yoan Moncada. You get Andrew Benatendi, with I, which I think Andrew Benatendi is still one of the best, you know, just all-around hitters. As we're watching the highlight here of fucking Luis Roberts pulling up halfway down the fucking line of first base. Like, you wonder why you guys are playing like shit, like... I think I think this is definitely a clubhouse issue because it's not a roster problem. I don't think the roster, you know, I don't think it's a lack of skill like the Oakland Athletics, but I think it's just a matter of there's no leadership. There's no like was Jose Abreu that big of an impact nah, on this team? Fuck. I mean, I, he might have been the guy kind of holding it together. Right. I don't think he was necessarily trying to be that guy. I think he was just that guy naturally. You know right. what I mean? But. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's any real leadership there. I mean, Lance Lynn goes out there and shoves for six innings today and then gives up fucking four runs. Like, he had a no-hitter through six, right? And, and ended up losing 11-3, to three, yeah, so it goes mean, to show you how that went. They also are playing Tampa Bay. I mean, and also, fucking hit, so. Steve Stone, their fucking announcer, their, like, <laughs> their comment, the White Sox commentator... Fuck him. <laughs> I don't understand how you're a White Sox fan or owner and you don't fire that guy. Yeah. He literally, for, lack, for, for lack of better terms, called Lance Lynn a fat fuck that needs to eat more salads. Yeah. I mean, he got that video. Play, yeah. play that video of his, of his, what he said there. Let's see. Oh. God, dude. Because he's had a lot of leg issues and another, you know, other. Oh, Wi-Fi went down. Oh, Great time for that to go. I know, right? But yeah, essentially what he said 
you know, was that the time clock, that Lance Lynn's weight might be an issue with this whole time clock about, like, having the move at a quicker pace and that he should mix in a couple salads. What? How are, yeah, how are you? Uh, how, how are you, you the commentator for the team and talking shit like that? Yeah. Like, I, I, I would get it if Lance Lynn, if he talked to Lance and was like, hey, man, is it okay if I'm say something, something like this? But I don't think well, Lance why, Lynn would why be would you, Why would you say anything right. like that? I mean, why, that, why is... That's okay. fucked up. Again, going back to people in the fucking organization protecting those fucking players. Those guys go out there and fucking play. Another, you know, other things. But um, maybe if cardiovascularly it's bothering him with a pitch clock, maybe a a couple of salads would help. You know, (laughs) somewhere along the line, I'm thinking if if you're having, and, and I don't know that he's having problems with that, but if that is a problem, then maybe if you if you improve your cardiovascular by losing a couple of pounds or doing whatever he's going to do to work out and again i don't know how much he can do with the leg problems that he's had in the past and that that's a very big fact of course he's had a lot of leg issues like what maybe if you go out there and do what he's fucking done for the last five years well and lance lynn's always been a bigger guy it's not like and it's not like he's ever played he's, he's ever played bad the dude you can count on to go out there and give you fucking good starts right and compete no well that's what, what i'm saying man it's not like lance lynn was a skinny guy and then over the offseason just got big like no he's always been this big but again it goes back to fucking people in the organization that don't got each other's fucking backs i get it you're a fucking announcer but still i mean that's you don't fucking just throw your guy under the bus yeah, like that we get it he's not throwing to, well you're there to talk about your fucking the team you work for and the team that you're supposed that to pays be your bills up. yeah like you're not supposed to be talking shit on these guys like fuck dude yeah People that get... I, I found that so messed up and if i was lance lane like fuck that guy man i wouldn't talk to him ever well and that's why i fucking texted you when i got the notice that he was throwing another jam i was like lance lane out here trying to prove a fucking point which still you go out and you get six you give six shutout innings which hey you know what i mean like at that that's point fuck... that's not his fault no that's that, the bullpen that's, just shitting the fucking, bed yeah that's great you know what i mean but Sucks you still fucking lost. Like. But, yeah, I mean, the White Sox have been very, very, very disappointing. Yeah, They're yeah, tied that's... for last with the Royals at 7-21. and 21. They have a negative 68 run differential. That's said, really I bad. I didn't see this happening. I didn't see it being that bad with those guys. Like I said, I, I thought they would win it, but barely maybe at the end. I just figured that division was going to kind of fight it out there at the top three teams. You know, the damn, the Guardians and the Twins. I thought it would be just kind of a fight all year long with those guys flip-flopping back and forth. But Yeah, Minnesota's playing good ball right now. They're 16-12. and 12. I mean, Carlos Correa has been going off for them. Pablo Lopez Pablo has been really Lopez. good for them. Yeah, Pablo Lopez, man. That guy is... Hopefully he can continue that throughout the next couple of years, you know, just staying consistent. But well, he did right get now. that extension as well, so he'll be there for a while. So, I mean, yeah, I don't... I mean, it's just real. I think it's going to come down between just the Twins and Cleveland. Like, and I believe that's what I said at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, was it was going to be a two-team race here? I didn't ever really see the White Sox being a contender, but I mean, Cleveland—you can never count them out. They are under five hundred right now, thirteen and fourteen. But still, they're not. I wouldn't count them out at all. They'll figure their shit out. Yeah, they're going to be there at the end of it. And but again, it's a it's a weaker division. There's not like I said, a two team race. I don't see Detroit, the White Sox, or Kansas City really. How is it that both of the Centrals are pretty trash? I don't. Know, I feel like it's kind of been that the last few years. Oh yeah, it definitely has been. But I guess everybody just wants to be out on one of the coasts. Right. I mean that's true. 
The AL East, man, that powerhouse of a fucking Ooh. division. You got the Red Sox in last place at 14 and 14. I mean, you throw these guys in any other division, and they're in fucking second place right now. Yeah, you throw them in this AL Central, they're literally in second place. And you throw them in the AL West, these guys are tied for third right now with the Angels, right? And then you go over to the National League, 14 and 14 in the East put you still keeps you in fourth place, but... Uh, the central, it puts you right in the middle of the pack, and then at the west, same thing, right in the middle of the but pack. But they're sitting in last. The Yankees and the Red Sox are the bottom two teams in the east. Who would have thought? I mean, fuck, seriously. I mean, the Orioles, the Orioles are playing fucking good baseball right now still. That's still. a young team, man. That's a young team up and coming, and they're far, I believe they have the best farm system in baseball. If not, they're top three for sure. They're definitely top three. I mean, Tampa you- Bay continues to just fucking dismantle teams. I mean, they're 23-5. and five. These guys make it look fucking easy, too. Bro. Like, yeah, we're, we're, the, we're those guys. Like, we and, know we're those guys. <laughs> and they, yeah, that, that, and I don't know. The Tampa Bay Rays, they're not necessarily cocky. They just go out there and ball, man. They just go out there and play. Yeah, they just go. They, they don't do anything flashy. They don't do anything crazy. Yeah, Ran, Randy Rosarena, man. Whoo, talk about having, I mean, dude you can't. A, you dude can't. hit a fucking bomb today, and he just fucking watched it. Like I said, that's where I got that energy. Like, yeah, I'm that guy. Yeah, and like, I wouldn't necessarily say that he's, um like, cocky, but he knows he's that fucking good. Like, yeah. He's batting three thirty, five home runs, twenty four RBIs. I mean, you can't ask for more out of that guy. That dude, that dude's really, really fucking good. The Rays in general are a really good team. They got a plus one hundred and six run differential. I mean, Wander Franco, the dudes, dudes. Isaac Paredes the other day had a bomb. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just have dudes left and right. And like what we said with their pitching rotation, man. It's one guy goes down, another one comes up. Who's next? And you're ready for it. You know what I mean. Ready or not, here you come. Exactly. How far out was uh, um, their ace? What, what the hell is his name? Glassnow. Oh, oh Tyler Glassnow. He's not sure. too far out, is no, he? I don't think so. I think he should be back relatively Through soon. Through two innings, live bullpen. Uh, so, make He will make his rehab appearance this upcoming week, AAA. So getting started. So, yeah, you know so I mean? give him maybe the, two, three starts in yeah. minor league ball, and assuming it all goes good, he should and, be back by – End Middle of May. end of May, yeah. End of May, I see. If everything goes well and everything man. stays on track. Now you throw him in the rotation, man. He's dirty, dude. He's got some nasty stuff. That I don't see. I don't. I just don't see how the race collapse at all. Like this is a very sustainable team. I mean, this is this is a very different team than like the Pirates. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, and you can say that because for the last couple of years they've they've been that team. Even yeah, even when I mean the Yankees right now are in fourth place and over the last couple of years the Yankees have definitely been one of the more one of the teams in that division that you kind of got to go through, right? Because the Orioles until this year weren't really anything to worry about in that division. Right. You know what I mean? The Red Sox over the past couple of years really weren't a whole lot to worry about in that division. Toronto, yeah, you had you know, you kind of had to go at them in a little cautionary way. Not necessarily like we got to be worried, but we can we can let this get away if we give them kind of that that motivation or that right. You know what I mean? The, you you give Toronto a little bit of something, and they might think that they belong there. It is worth noting the Rays have had a pretty weak schedule to start off though. They've played the Tigers, the Nats, the A's, I mean I get the that. Red Sox, the Reds, the Astros who are a five hundred ball team, the White Sox. I mean I think this next month, the month of May will be very telling because they do play 
the Pirates, which are in first. They're, I mean, yeah. They're, they're showing to the, be a good they, team. They play the Yankees. They play the Mets. They play the Orioles, the Brewers, the Blue Jays, the Dodgers, and the Cubs. But that's the thing, man. I get it. I mean, their schedule might have been a little weak to start, but, but yeah. you're 23 and 5. Well, like I said, you're man. You're 23 and 5. Like, you're, if you, like your schedule's weak. I get it, but what you're supposed to do against that's those their, that's yeah. not their fault. <laughs> and what you're supposed to do against those teams is win, and what they're doing is winning. Well, like we said, man, you can win the division in April, but you're not going to lose it. Or I mean, no, you can lose, you can lose the, it in April, but you're not going to win. But it. But you're not going to win. It. But yeah. if you're also winning every fucking game you play, I mean, it's hard to say you're going to lose this division. Yeah. It's so, very, like I said, I don't see the collapse of Tampa Bay. I don't see how they don't finish in first this year. I mean, as much as that hurts to say, but. The Yankees look really not good right now. They're relying on Harrison Bader to come back and be a guy for them. I mean, Luis Severino's coming back. They got a couple guys coming back. Stanton's hurt. Judge just went – or no, Judge is day-to-day. Day-to-day with some kind of hip yeah, issue. Yeah, so he slid like a dumbass, and now he has <laughs> hip issues. Like, dude, you're 6'8". You got to relax with the sliding. Yeah. If I can just get tagged out. Not even that. You're uh. You're Aaron Judge. You're, Aaron, you're like, the captain of the fucking they, team. They need you there for years to come, not just for today. Like, So, yeah. I mean, they have a lot of injuries. I don't know if any of them are really going to make a huge difference. I mean, I do think, like, if Severino can come back and be healthy for once, which I don't think so. He's another DeGrom. Will come, pitch two, three times, go on the IL for two, three months. I mean, his whole career. Exactly. Like so he far, had the one so. good year, and that was about it. But... Yeah, I mean, apart from that, I mean, I don't see how Tampa Bay doesn't finish on top of this division. I don't see how Tampa Bay doesn't finish on top of this league. In the American League. Woo! I mean, not a bold take, but... I mean, they're showing that they got it all. They're Everything. Top to bottom, pitching, bullpen, lineup. Everything. You play play defense. I mean, they hit hit with power. They run. They pitch. The guys out of the bullpen are disgusting. I mean, yeah, the Rays are a very legit team, man. So, yeah, that's not it. The Rays being this good isn't surprising. The Red Sox and the Yankees being at the bottom of this division is surprising, though. Yeah. Eh, not so not much the, the Red, Red Sox. Sox, but the Yankees. The Yankees, and I mean, but again, they're, you know. The Orioles being 18 and 9, four and a half games out of first place. That's that's something I. Yeah, they're, didn't. and again, it's worth noting the Yankees are in fourth, but they're, I mean, they're still fucking. They're three games behind the second place team. So, yeah. again, it's not. It's, it's going to be a very tight race all year between. These AL East teams. It's going to be a fun division to watch for sure. I mean, Toronto's still playing some good ball too. So, you know what I mean? You never know what team can hold on and what team is going to fall off. And right. When it happens, it'll be fun to kind of start seeing that separation. So. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, kind of going into it, I mean, that's kind of half of, or the first month of it. You know what I mean? Right. We'll see what continues. We'll see how it kind of goes from there. But. You know, we got a lot of uh, more stuff coming up and got a lot of season left to play. So, you know, let me take a look at this. Any important, any uh, interesting series pop out to you for this weekend? Uh, No, really. I mean, this Texas-Yankees series has been a good one. Texas has won two of the three so far, so Yankees have a chance to split. I think this Padres and... Giants series in Mexico City is very interesting to watch just because of the elevation. Let's say watch tomorrow for another home run derby. <laughs> yeah, those games are really fun to watch. Um, but apart from that, man, I mean, there's not a ton that I would say. I mean, the the Astros are playing Philly World Series matchup from last year. But 
two subpar teams as of now. Yeah. Not a lot going on. We'll see kind of how, like I said, those guys that come back. Ooh, another thing I did want to mention that I for- completely forgot when we were out in the AL Central was uh, Javi Baez tearing it up after getting lit up by uh, his manager for, what was it, not tagging up, right? Not with, knowing the outs. Not knowing how many outs there was, and he pulled his ass from the game, and then after that he comes back and he's been lighting it up. Now. Oh, yeah. He's been playing with the purpose now. Sometimes you need those little kick well, in the yeah, asses absolutely. reminders yeah. like, hey, motherfucker. Like, you got to let him know. You still got to fucking play. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, I mean, yeah, it's showing. Like, but you're still getting paid at the end of the day to fucking come out and play. Like, that's why they're paying you, to win fucking ball games. No, 100%, man. It's awesome to see, actually. But, yeah, apart from that, I mean... That's how you respond, right? That's how you got to respond in those situations. Well, right. I mean, he could have been a little bitch and, like, fought it and, you know... him Just fucking shit the bed yeah. all year like he's done before. You know what I mean? But, yeah, A.J. Hinch did a great job. That's how you handle that kind of situation, man. 100%. Tell your boy out there in St. Louis to take some notes. He needs to fucking go. See ya, Marmol. the fuck out of here. It's only a matter of time, honestly. Yeah. I mean, unless John Mosley, like, wants his head, too, but his own head, you know what I mean? That's what's going to save his head, bro, is getting rid of him. You got to get rid of him and find a manager, Yadier Molina, to come in and just fucking take this team to what they can can do. I think you put Yadier in there. It's kind of like throwing a David Ross in Chicago after he wins the World Series, you know what I mean? Like, you get a guy like that back in the organization, that's where he belongs. That's where he belongs. Hmm. Well, Carlos, any last takes on you? About a month into the baseball, anything that's that's caught your eye or surprised no, man. you so far? The only thing that's surprising me is those Pittsburgh Pirates, man. I'm God. excited to see them. Yeah, I hope they go. I hope they keep this shit up all year, man. Because as we've seen, playoff baseball in Pittsburgh is fucking crazy. Dude, you have Quato rattled out there, man. Like that place <laughs> gets rowdy. So I'm. I hope. I hope Pittsburgh stays sustainable and. You know, they continue to win ball games like they have been. It'll be fun for sure. Definitely fun. Watching them, watching to see how good the Rays can finish this year out or how how good they continue to play this year out, right? What happens in the East, what goes on in the Centrals, how my Cardinals react to their shit start to the season. You know, a lot of baseball, a lot of good stuff to come, a lot of great things going forward. You know, we'll see. You got the All-Star game, obviously, in July back in, in where are they at? Seattle, Seattle yeah. right? That'll be fun to watch, you know what I mean? And obviously, we'll keep you guys all updated on a regular. Keep it going from here. But that's it for me. Carlos, any last words from you? No, nah, man. Like I say, always go Yanks. Go Cards, baby. Even though they suck, let's get it, boy. We'll see you guys next time, huh? Y'all have a good one. Thank you.